This Fabrengen, as the Sikha 30 years ago came shortly after Pesach. And we know after Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, it took some time for the Bnei Yisrael to finally come to their destination in Eretz Yisrael. In fact, when they finally, finally came to the borders of Eretz Yisrael, the Torah tells us that shockingly, the borders of Eretz Yisrael, the passageway into Eretz Yisrael at Yerichoi was completely sealed. They were unable to make entry into Eretz Yisrael after their long journey, which started at Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. The Ebishter tells Yeshua, and Yeshua then tells Kali Yisrael to circle the city, to circle the city for seven days with the Koyanim led by Aroin Bris Hashem. And the Tosik tells us in Sefer Yeshua, they circle the city of Yerichoi, and by Yehibayoim Hashvi, when the seventh day arrived, following the instructions of Yeshua, their leader, they blew shoifer, carrying the Aroin Bris Hashem, and suddenly the Pasuk says, The wall surrounding Yerichai, which prevented them from entering in Tertisrael, suddenly crumbled. Says the Rebbe Nasicha, and Shabbos Parsha Shmini Chofches Nisim Tovshin Lamid Zayim. That you know when this was? You know when the Yoim Hashvi, during which Bre Yisrael experienced the miracle of Atipoy Lachoyma? It was today on Chofches Nisim that the Bre Yisrael experienced the crumbling of the Choyma, which allowed passage into Yisrael. And the Rebbe goes on to explain that this day symbolizes the crumbling of Choyma, the disappearance of Choyma, of divisions, of obstacles, of walls that prevent a Yid from doing his avoida. And every person has their Choyma, Zebekoi, the Zebekoi, we each know every person has their unique shlichus, has their unique avoida, has their unique challenges. And we each have a different chayma. Some find it difficult to do this mitzvah. Some find it difficult to be Some find it difficult to Every person has their chayma. And chav ches nisan says the rabbi is the day ayoyim misugul for vatipo el But more importantly, it was 14 years later on the historic sikha that we are coming together tonight, 30 years ago, 14 years after the Sikh in Tafshlam Zayim, when the Rebbe spoke the historic Sikh, which at the time, more than anything, I believe it's fair to say, Akupanim, as Bachrim in 770, it was a frightening Sikh. It was frightening because we never heard such words from the Rebbe. It was frightening because when we looked up to the Elter Chsidim, to Mashpiyim, we saw the fear the worry, the concern on their faces, and we realized that this was a sikhe that shook up Adas HaChsidim, and by extension, the Ganser Welt of Gishokrit. The world was shaking after this frightening sikhe. But it came a few days later, 
on Shabbos and in subsequent Sikhs. And the Rebbe said the way in which we could be Mekayim this historic tzivun of Tut Alt Vasir Kent is through learning Torah, learning Torah concerning Mashiach and Geula. And it was that point that the Rebbe mentioned for the few times by Fabrengian about learning Lekutis Sikhs, learning the Rebbe's Torah. Through learning the Rebbe's Torah about Geula Mashiach, through learning in general Geula Mashiach, when says the Rebbe, we're not just studying another subject. It's fascinating. Let's face it, learning Geula Mashiach about topics that are foreign to many, about the Leon of the Tchiyas HaMesim, Kibbutz Goliath, it's fascinating. But the purpose of learning in Yoni Geula Mashiach is well beyond acquiring another knowledge, another topic, and another fascinating noise. The Rebbe says, that when we learn in Yoni Geulu Mashiach, we're actually altering our reality. We're Pasha changing the reality, the world that we live in. And I want to share with you a story that I heard about two years ago when I was visiting Eretz Yisrael, and I met with a Rosh Yeshiva in Eretz Yisrael, a very prominent Rosh Yeshiva, who's also a Rav in a city in Eretz Yisrael, a Rosh Yeshiva of a non-Chabad Yeshiva, a big Talmud Chochem, a Marbitz Torah, and we were meeting about something and he told me the following story. He said he was planning a trip to America and someone from his city, from his Kehillah, offered him a ride to the airport, to Ben-Gurion airport in Eretz Yisrael. As he's leaving his city, the person is driving him to the airport, leaving his town. A woman approaches his car, knocks on the window and she's hysterical, she's crying. Something happened. Obviously as the rub of the city, he gets out of the car, he goes to the woman, how, how can I help you? And she was facing a crisis that she needed help with. And obviously he dropped everything and attended to this woman's, to the crisis, to the issue that she was dealing with. As time was passing, he had to go to the airport to catch his flight. And the driver told him that it's quicker to take a bus. There's a bus that comes right by the entrance to the city and he goes straight to the airport and he took him to the bus with his luggage. He was gonna go straight to the airport. As he's waiting by the bus stop to be picked up to go to the airport, a car pulls up. The car pulls up, the window rolls down and a person says, where are you going? I'll take you. He says, I'm going to the airport. He says, but I'm going to Kfar Chabad. I'll give you a ride to the airport. I'll take you quickly to the airport. The Rav gets into the car, the Rosh Hashiva gets into the car. And he says, a Lubavitcher from Kfar Chabad is giving him a ride to the airport. No, they start talking. And this Chassid from Kfar Chabad, who, by the way, doesn't know the story because I don't know who this Chassid is and the Rosh Hashiva didn't remember his name. This Chassid starts telling the Rosh Hashiva of a Sikha that he just learned, a Sikha from the Rebbe on Yoni Gula Moshiach, in which the Rebbe says that since Call the entire world was created the world is not a contradiction to our the world sometimes makes a lot of noise the world sometimes could appear to be intimidating noisy, overwhelming and sometimes a big distraction and even a contradiction to our but says the Rebbe when we're in the fact that the entire world 
Gantz Oilum Hazer. Every aspect of Oilum Hazer was created only for us, only for a year to do his Avoidah. The more a yid is misboinen in this idea, the more he begins to see the world as a keli for Torah and mitzvahs, and the world no longer appears to be a contradiction, is no longer a distraction. The ultimate illustration of this will be in Yemois HaMashiach, when v'nigle k'voyed Hashem v'ro kol vaso This is the sicha that the Chabad Nikanerit Yisrael in Kfar Chabad is sharing with Rosh Shiva on the way to the airport. The Rosh Hashiva, now for us, Chassidim, this is not a new concept. We, we learn it, we fabring about this all the time, but for this Rosh Shiva, who's, who's not familiar with the Rebbe Sichas or Chassidus in general, it made a very big impact. This message resonated deeply with him, so he told me, and he went to America with this very much on his mind. He went to America, a week or two later, he makes his way back to Israel. And on his way back, he had a stopover in Berlin, Germany. He's sitting in the airport by the terminal waiting to catch his flight to Israel. And he tells me that ordinarily when I'm in the airport and I have to daven, I never daven in a public busy place. I find a quiet corner away from the public eye, away from everyone, not to be distracted. And I don't like putting on towels and film in front of everyone. It's hard for me to do. So I find the quietest place in the airport and I was ready to get up to find that place. But suddenly I remembered the sikhra that this Lubavitcher shared with me. And I decided I'm going to dive in right here in middle of the terminal, in middle of the, was packed with passengers waiting to board the flight. He took out his towels and film and he tells me it was difficult for me. I never did this, but the impact of the sikha was very much with me and I decided to act on it. Take this Talson film, he davens, after davening he puts his Talson film away and suddenly he hears a conversation from a family, he overhears a conversation of family sitting right near him, an Israeli family, father, mother, a few children. And he says this family, they were sitting near him in the terminal and they were, eating from the food that was being sold in the airport. It wasn't necessarily Lubavitcher's chita. And suddenly he hears the teenage boy turn to the father and say, Abba, maybe put on tfil. So the father turns to the son and says, I told you, we don't do this when we travel at home. Sometimes we put on film, but now in the airport, we're, we're traveling now, we don't put on film. So the young boy turns to his father and says, Avo, this person just put on film, and let's put on film. And the father says, you know what? They go to their bags, they search, they take out film and start putting on film. The Rosh Hashiva is sitting there and he tells me he was overwhelmed. He couldn't believe it. He says, I was a shliach of the, of the, the Rebbe Sicha without even doing anything, just being comfortable, putting on film, acting on that sikha that I heard from this Lubavitcher who gave me a ride in to show, and I immediately impacted my environment. Those around me started to put on film, and he says, he tells me, Mi odea, who knows what other toitsois, what other results emerged from this story. And he was mamish, very nisragish, how 
when he changed, when he heard a sikha, his reality changed and it even caused the reality of those around him. Rabbi Sai, this Rosh Shiva, after hearing a sikha secondhand from a chassid in Kfar Chabad, he experienced his personal vatipoil hachoyma. The choyma that existed for many years between him and the airport, between Olam Haza that often appeared to be a distraction and even a contradiction to his avoidance Hashem, crumbled. And he was able to wear his Yiddish guy proudly in the airport in Berlin as a direct result of hearing Chazorah of a Sicha Barinyoni Gulu Mashiach from a fellow Yid, a Chosid in Kfar Chabad. Rabbi Sai, the Rebbe tells us that when we learn Torah, when we learn the Rebbe's Torah in particular, Barinyoni Gulu Mashiach, we will experience Vatipoil Hachoyma. The walls around us, the walls around us that appear to build a division between the world and Torah, between Gashmias and Ruchmias, between Kodesh and Choyim, and between one Gid and another will crumble. When we experience, when we start learning and become immersed in Torah of Geula Mashiach. Rabbi Sai, many of you know the story, but it's worth repeating. Many, many, many years ago, there was a rabbi, a reform rabbi who became very interested in Chassidus Chabad, in the history of Chassidim, in the culture of Chassidim. And he was very enamored by, he was very taken by the lifestyle of Chassidim. And he decided to spend time in Crown Heights, to spend time with Bochrim in 770. And eventually he managed to get the Yechidis to meet pers personally, to go into the Rebbe, to, to, to meet the Rebbe himself on Yechidis. And he asked the Rebbe if he could interview the Rebbe. He was writing a book, an article, a book. And the Rebbe agreed to be interviewed by this rabbi. His name was Herbert Wiener. And during, he writes in his book, in the article after the Yechidis, that during the Yechidis, he asked the Rebbe a number of interesting questions, questions that Chassidim obviously do not ask. But he had the license to interview the Rebbe as the Rebbe agreed, and he asked the following question. He said that Chassidim, your Chassidim that I, I, I got to know, I became acquainted with the Bachrim in Yeshiva. He says, when I spend time with them and I look at them, he says, they have a sort of open and naive look in their eyes that a sympathizer might call, he used the word tmimus, a certain genuine sincerity, tmimus. But a person who's less sympathetic to Chassidim less sympathetic to Chabad, might look at this, the tmimus, this, this, the simplicity in the eyes of your chassidim, he tells the Rebbe, and see a certain simple-mindedness, a certain pashtus, a certain absence of depth, he said. The Rebbe looked at Herbert Wiener and he said, what you see missing in their eyes, when you look at my chassidim, when you look at the Bachrim in 770, what you see missing from their eyes is a kera. So he says, the Rebbe, a kera? What's a kera? He asks the Rebbe. So the Rebbe said, yes, a kera. A kera, says the Rebbe, is a split. A split that comes from trying to live 
in two worlds, a divide that most people in this world are faced with every day, a divide between Kodesh and Choyl, between Yiddishkeit and the world, between so many areas in life that there's a divide. Although we know Achas we know Emes Hashem we know the truth, and we live with the truth of Torah, of Hashem, of Chassidus, of Rebbe, but then we go onto the street and then we face reality and sometimes we have double vision, we are forced to see Akera, said the Rebbe, says the Rebbe to this Herbert Wiener, that Chassidim, who live by Chassidus, learn Chassidus, and identify with Torah's Chassidus, they don't have this divide. But the Rebbe tells us, you know how we can get, close this gap of this divide, close the gap between the apparent choyma that separates us from the world, by learning in Yoni Gu'ulam Mashiach. And I, want, I, want, I would like to conclude with the following. We all know the famous story in the Gemara that Rav Shimon ben Yechoi, after he emerged from the Maira, from spending 13 years in the cave in isolation, today is Lekut HaToyra, Al-Tarebbe describes how he lived, how Rav Shimon ben Yechoi lived completely divorced from Olam Haza. He wasn't even able to Mekai Mitzvah Smaisius, Matzah, the Pesach. He didn't have even a Sukkah, a Lulav, Matzah, Kiddush. He was completely separate from Olam Haza. So the Gemara tells us when he left the cave, when he left the Maida, he walks out to the world and he sees a Yid, him and his son, they see a Yid that was spending time in his field, immersed in the work of his field. Says the Gemara, and the Gemara mentioned this in a few places. Nosan Einov boy, Shimon Yechoi and his son, they gave a look, a gaze. They looked at this person, the Nasa Gal This person expired. This person completely experienced, he, it was the end of his life. The Mepharshim asked, What did this person do to deserve this? And there are many commentaries, we're not going to go into it now. But I saw a beautiful verse, which I would like to share and conclude this in my time. He says, I saw in the first that says the following. The words, Nosan Einov Boy, he took and he put his eyes upon this person. It's a very strange term, Nosan Einov Boy. And the Sefer says the following. Spent 13 years in a bubble of Ruchnius, of Torah, meditating, learning, completely without any distractions of Oilam Hazi. He comes out of the cave and he sees a Yid totally immersed in Gashmius, totally immersed, wasting his life away. What did Abshim ben Yechoi do? Abshim ben Yechoi took his eyes, he took his own eyes, Abshim ben Yechoi. He gave this Yid the opportunity to see himself through the eyes, through the lens of Rav Shem ben Could you imagine when the Yid could start seeing himself and the world through the lens of the Tzadik Rav Shem ben Yechoi? say, it was a gilly of Atzmos. Rabbi say, 
the Rebbe Chofches Nissen. The Rebbe said the frightening, historic, moiridike words that we just heard in the Sicha. Words that chassidim around the world will be, will be fabreng with the next 24 hours. B'shebes achim gam yachad. The Rebbe and that Sicha, Nosan Einov Bonu. The, the Rebbe gives us, the Rebbe is giving us, the Rebbe is pleading with us. See yourselves. See the world around you through my eyes, through the Rebbe's eyes, through Torosoi Shal Mashiach, through learning Torah Gula Mashiach, through learning the Rebbe's Torah, immersing ourselves, and in doing so, we are acquiring the lens of the Rebbe to see ourselves, to see the world around us, to the Heilike Lichtike Eugel from the Rebbe. And when we do so, no wall could stand in the way. No division could stand in the way, not between one need and another, not between chassidim and each other, not between chassidim and other chrysim, not between chassidim and any other, any one of us to the world, not between different segments and layers of Olam Haza. It becomes a world that's imbued, that's permeated with Vahoysa, La Hashem Hambucha. L'chaim, l'chaim. And Rabbi said just one last word. When Mashiach comes very, very soon, and there's no better day than today, with the incredible display of Achdus, when Mashiach comes, we're going to be approached by Yidin. By Yidin who know us, people who we know from business, people who we know, neighbors, relatives, friends, people who we just happen to know. And they're going to come to us with a taina. They're going to say, they're going to look at us in the eyes and say, why didn't you invite me in? Why didn't you learn with me Lukutisichis? Why didn't you share with me the Rebbe's cook? Why did you share those lens of the Rebbe with me as well? Why did I have to wait for Mashiach to come? I met you, I met you on a plane, I met you in the elevator, I meet you every day in work. Why did you deprive me from Torah Shal Moshiach? Rabbi said, let's not wait, let's not be embarrassed by that question. Let us utilize every moment in the last moments, hours, days of Golos. That we should change our reality through learning in Yoni Golo Moshiach, especially the Rebbe's Torah. We should wear the Rebbe's lens and see ourselves and the world through the Rebbe's lens, and most importantly, or equally as important, to share those lens, to share those lens, let's experience in our own lives, and let's give others the opportunity to experience let us break down and tear down all the all the divisions that separate our world from the Ebrishtas Kavana, and between one yid and another, until we'll experience the ultimate that the walls of Golos will crumble and we and we reunited with the Rabbi Bhiroshainu Bekarib Manch.